Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. Hey, people, we are talking about cornrows, promises, and hard falls. And I'm going to tell you what all that means when we come back right here on CBiz Media. Select episodes of this podcast are also heard on LICMC Radio. Just listen in Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on LICMC.net. Would you like your content shared on LICMC Radio? Well, send us an email for info. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. Again, you can email cbiztv at yahoo.com. So the cornrows represent an episode of the new show, Colin in Black and White, the newest show that is on Netflix. I think Ava DeVernay is behind that. She did Selma, as well as many other um, great programming, the 13th, which is about the 13th Amendment. She's done a lot of good things. But um, she's kind of, Colin Kaepernick's kind of sharing his story almost in, like, through, I will say, like, like a sitcom type of way. It's not, it's definitely not fictional. I don't know if it's all 100% truth, but it's based on his life, and he's the narrator. We see him, and then he gets into his story about his life and sports and just growing up as a young Man, uh, I believe that he is biracial. Um, so we get into his life, and there's spoilers. I mean, it is his life, so you could probably look it up and find out what his life is like. But yeah, spoilers here. He, I believe, he's biracial. He was adopted with, with two white parents in the suburbs, and you know the first episode is cornrows which i think is one of the best episodes so far I've watched a few the whole show kind of gives me kind of an after school special vibe about race and about life and about how we're treated and, and also some educational things some african americans that i wasn't really hearing a lot about they shared some of them and i was like okay this is cool it's a learning experience i really feel like this is for the kids really the young people and the whole conversation about race and the way that he grew up in a neighborhood where all white people then when he does get exposed to some things that black people are exposed to how does he take that in he was excited about it his family was kind of not understanding because they're both white but that was kind of what the cornrows episode was about and Everybody loved his cornrows at school. Everybody was hyped for it, but his parents didn't like it. The, the sports team, the coaches, they didn't like it. So it was kind of a battle between representing himself as he wanted to be represented. And Allen Iverson was compared to him a lot. And Allen Iverson also was considered, you know, they shared his story about how when he had his cornrows, how people were looking at him funny in the sports world, saying he was a thug and all of this, but he continued to represent his cornrows. And it's kind of like 
maybe Colin was heading in that direction as a young boy learning, understanding himself, his culture, the beauty of it and how some people weren't getting it. Um, so I definitely loved that episode. That was probably the best episode so far, but again, it's good. I like the show, but I feel like it's a little bit like an after school special to me in a way, the way that some of the scenarios are set are set up, but I'm excited to see how it ends. And there was a controversial moment in that episode where people were saying he, he was likening, um, being on the slave auction block to being picked for different drafts for sports leagues and some people were hating on him saying you know that shouldn't be connected but I see I definitely do see the similarities and there are also white people in that sport is in sports as well that go through some things but I think it's definitely does have a slave vibe he was talking about how they're looking at your muscular um, they're looking at how you're framed. They're looking at your performance, your movements. You feel kind of like a thing, an animal, a beast that who's the strongest, who's the best. And I really did see that connection. I thought it was really deep and I did, really didn't think it was wrong. And some people are not thinking that thinking in that way, but you know, I can see the connection. I don't think it's very far fetched at all. So that's the cornrows part. Um, and then we have promises. So I recently saw this, the movie called a promising young woman. And I think it came out about a year ago. So I said, Hey, let me just drop this in and mix this in. You know, these are, uh, the other programs are a little bit more recent than I'm discussing, but, um, this is about a year ago, but I just, it was just impactful to me because I've watched it recently. Uh, spoilers ahead a promising young woman and i'll probably put some information in the description because i don't know the names of all the actors and everything i know the actress um was in gatsby the the great gatsby movie she's been in other things as well she's a very good actress um but the spoilers uh it's been a year but you know some people still haven't seen it i'm just now checking it out but it's about Yes, a promising young woman. Uh, it's a young lady that she basically, she was in in medical school. And right now she's just working at a coffee shop, living with her parents. And her parents are confused. And everybody's like, well, you had a promising, I guess. That's why it's called promising. You had a promising future ahead of you. And why are you just working at this coffee shop? And you're not really doing the big things in life that you plan to do. But her whole thing, her whole side job was revenge. I feel that that's really where she, you know, the coffee shop was to make a few bucks, but it may be to be um, a distraction. So people didn't see what she was really doing. And she was really, you know, tricking guys. Basically, she put herself in a compromising position. The guys would come on to her. And they would try to take her home and either she would, she would play drunk or whatever, or high. She would either bust them and, you know, and then they would be like, oh, startled that she wasn't really somebody that they could take advantage of because she was faking it the whole time. She would either bust them. In some cases, I think she would do worse to these guys that were trying to take advantage of her. Why was she doing these things? Because back in college, 
she had a close friend that went through a similar scenario and she ended up I believe she was suicidal and killed herself after this happened it was a situation where there was a group of guys she, the, the young lady was high drugged up and they took all advantage of her and they videotaped it so I remember back when they used to do that very not that long ago when they first started doing things like that actually taping these type of situations and sharing it with each other in the school and nowadays you of course you can end up on social media so the young lady that was her friend became suicidal she killed herself so now it's like her life's mission to avenge her friend by getting all of these so-called guys that are just predators on women that may be in compromising positions she wants to get them so she ends up hanging out with an old friend from medical school and he actually he's a pediatrician now he was able to finish and he's asking her why didn't you finish and they ended up kind of having a romantic thing she kind of thought the whole romance thing was never going to happen for her she just guys I guess she didn't trust them it was just a negative thing after what happened to her friend so this guy actually seemed she kind of pushed him away at first but she then she let him back in and they seemed like they were going to have a good relationship and um he kind of reconnected her to the old guys the past one of the main guys that was the leader of abusing her friend so she got the idea of getting her revenge on that guy also come to find out the guy she was dating she didn't know it at the time but seeing the video um years later she sees that he was also he was laughing and he was a part of this whole gang rape type of scenario as well i don't know how deeply he was in it but they just let us hear you know the play-by-play hear him laughing and joking as it was happening so he was a part of it on some level and of course that turned her sour towards him and she went to get her main revenge the guy that was the leader of it all it was other people that she was getting revenge on as well people that were enablers people that said oh this guy is is a promising man he's a young college student he made a mistake um but he's got a big future of hit ahead they're protecting him and all of that so she had a few victims in that area but she kind of had her revenge a different way she didn't just murder she had she had her different style of doing things and i never saw her actually murder anyone but i have a feeling that she may have um <laughs> I like the way they kind of leave some things to your imagination on this movie. And at the end, even though it was kind of tragic, it was kind of comedic at the same time. It was just very different. It was kind of genius the way they put this movie together. I really enjoyed it. Not really what I expected, but a, a good film. And it makes me think about the Me Too movement. It makes me think about, you know, the oppression and things that women face and people face people are taken advantage of on all different type of levels and to the point where they may even take their life i mean it's just kind of definitely a me too style movie that kind of opens your eyes up to you know the damage it can do to somebody and not just that person but those around them as well so i thought it was a great watch so we're going to talk about Hard Falls next. Stay tuned.
we're in the gift giving season if you'd like to give a couple of gifts we have a couple of gift ideas for you that will also help support our podcast as well we have a gourmet popcorn fundraiser coming up um if you'd like to give that as a gift or give it as a gift to yourself go to our website at cbiztvonline.com that's cbiztvonline.com and there you'll find the information about the popcorn fundraiser it starts on november 26th and then we have a merch store that's always open through one of our affiliates licmc radio and v mogul club so if you guys are interested in getting someone gift mugs we have glasses fashion glasses and sunglasses we have other merch items that you might be interested in getting then check out the selection at vmogulclub.square.site that's vmogulclub.square.site I'm going to spell that first part, the letter V, the letter M-O-G-U-L-C-L-U-B dot square dot site, and that's S-I-T-E. And if you missed any of that information, you guys can always email me, and I'm also going to have it in the description of this episode, but you guys can always email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com, that's C-B-I-Z. TV at yahoo.com. Thank you. Thank you for your support. All right, guys. So finally, hard falls is the harder they fall. I think that's right the harder they fall on netflix all-star black cast black western uh i'm not the hugest western um movie fan but this was definitely a good watch and to see people of color just um owning it and yeah it was it was a good watch for me i enjoyed it there was some comedy in there I want to shout out Jonathan Majors, who's doing some major things. First time I saw him was on on The Five Bloods on Netflix, a Spike Lee movie. And then he kind of buffed himself up and got into Lovecraft Country on HBO Max. That was a good show. And um, The Harder They Fall is his latest. And he's been doing some stuff, I think, with Marvel, Disney, um, doing some superhero things that are going to be coming out soon with Marvel. So he's doing some major things. He's in his early 30s and I just saw him on Saturday Night Live. Just a few clips. I didn't watch the whole episode so I can't judge it all but I could tell he was kind of nervous and I'm like well I understand he's kind of nervous. He's kind of still kind of young there and just like really getting his feet wet and really getting big out there. So I just wish him the best. Uh, some of those sketches are bad, but that's Saturday Night Live for you. Saturday Night Live sketches. Uh, I don't know. It's no in living color. No hate. There are some good sketches, but yeah, Saturday Night Live has never been like my favorite sketch show. Eddie Murphy was great on there. You know, some of our, our people that we loved um, came from there. Mike Myers. Um, a lot of people. Adam Sandler. I love his movies. 
but shout out to him all the best for him as he grows in his future and Idris Elba everybody of course was talking about him and he was talking about how he felt uh not so attractive next to him but I think he can hold his own pretty good so the harder they fall uh was a good movie Uh, Regina King Zazie Beetz uh I'm not very familiar with her I I know that she's on the show Atlanta I think it was called um with Donald Glover so I'm not gonna get too plot heavy on this I'm just gonna say I enjoyed it It's, it's a black western we all knew that we all know basically that basic information it was highly anticipated for us to see this uh one of the trains i believe was called the ca bozeman they were giving love to chat with bozeman um some of these characters were based off of real african-american cowboy cowgirl western outlaw characters to me everybody was an outlaw and i think that's what kind of turned me off there was no I'm, I'm not saying it was bad and i didn't like it but something about the whole every everybody was kind of out for themselves but i guess any western all westerns could be that way but it was a lot of black on black shooting it almost gave me a gang-like feeling like this is must have been like the early gang life but when you think about white westerns it's the same thing you know they got their own group that they're with and you know it's the same thing it's just black faces doing that but I I just felt like everybody was trying to hold their own trying to survive trying to do the best that they could and the only I think there was a couple of scenarios where there were white people involved um, and there was what seemed to be some injustices but a lot of a lot of things I mean it was like a lot of hurt people hurting people damaged um, a lot of damaged people going through issues and just using their guns to solve issues and solve problems. Um, I don't remember all the names of the characters, but you know, I'm, I'm not even going to spoil really much of it at all, but you, it's, it does have an emotional basis to it and it has an emotional ending as well. So it's not just all shoot em up things. There's some injustice factors involved there it's uh some emotional things that happen some brutality some trauma so it's a little bit of everything in there then there's um black success in there as well which i think that was beautiful to see black business owners doing their own thing and running things so it was it was a good movie overall i definitely would recommend watching that movie the blood the gore the the blood i don't know it was something epic about every time somebody got shot they just really made it look like oh he didn't just get shot and fall down but you saw the blood in a different way it was kind of special i i think it was a good flick so check that out on netflix guys i just wanted to share a few things that i've been watching that kind of had a little bit of impact on me in one way or the other that people are talking about things that are trending and i just meld it all together and this is cornrows promises and horror falls so i hope you guys enjoyed these reviews and take with it what you will if you like to check these 
um, programs out. Or if you just like to get with me and say, hey, I didn't think that this was good or I thought this wasn't that good or I thought this was great. You can always get with me at cbiztv at yahoo.com. Email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. Thanks a lot, guys. God bless.